Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. They got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE at manscaped.com. Oh, I'm bump, bump. Bumpana! Oh, I love that dirty water. Oh, Boston used to be my home. Do you ever do a morning jerk to get the day started, Opie? A drunken donut. Well, I, I've noticed over the years that that saps your energy there, drunken donuts. But, uh, you know, to keep everyone honest, sure, why not? Cheers. Cheers on that. Uh, Opie, are you also 500 feet (laughs) above our barber? (laughs) Very good. The hair is a little, uh, a little messy right now. I took a shower and I, uh, I just, uh, I just threw a towel through it. If you need to know, and uh, and here we are. Here we are. Are you losing your hair? I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit. I mean, I'm an older gentleman, so maybe. Does that bother you? Do you still want to kiss me, you weirdo? Imagine the first guy to work out uh, pizza. I put tomato on bread. It's too good. What? Try it. Uh, all right, Zoo Fuzz. Thank you for that. Cheers. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're trying to do here. You're talking about the first guy that like invented pizza and, and it's a basic thing and then it turns out to be so great. Well, what makes a good pizza is, uh, is the dough. We all know that, right? It's the dough. And if you need to know, I do like a little pineapple on my pizza. It's not my go-to slice. It's definitely not my go-to slice, but I certainly like um, a little pineapple on my pizza from time to time. Hell yeah. And I think more people than not actually like it, but it became very trendy to say how disgusting that is. That's what I think. Oh, my go-to slice is... uh, well, you got to go uh, sausage. That's how we say it in New York and Long Island, sausage. <laughs> I like a little sausage on my, on my uh, slices. He's washing dishes someplace. Uh, Carl, you think he did what he said he was going to do? He said it was very easy to just escape and disappear. You think he actually did that? I, some days I just like, I'm daydreaming and I'm thinking, man, I don't think Carl's dead. And one of these days, he's just going to send me a text and go, yo, cuz, it's me. And I'm going to find out he's somewhere in, like, I don't know, some, some, probably some, like, Caribbean island living the good life. Wow, dude, what's up with this? Uh, denial until the bitter. Howard's still better than you. That's fine. That, that if you if you like Howard over me or what me and Anthony did, whatever, dude. But he's a phony, and I think that bothers people when I uh, when I speak honestly about my time at SiriusXM and knowing Howard. He's a he's a big phony, and he's not as brave as you think. He fights a lot of battles behind the scenes. He never took on me and Anthony. He took on pretty much every other radio show. But when it came to taking on me and Anthony back in the day. Howard would cry like a little bitch, and he would get on the phone to Mel Carmazin and our boss, Ken Stevens. My boss wasn't Howard's boss, but he would call my boss to make us stop and yell and scream at him. So that's your hero. So if you want to say he's better than us or better than me, whatever, dude. That's, a, that's up to you, but you need to know he's, 
He's he's a wimp, and he fights a lot of battles behind the scenes. He also called Letterman and basically said, look, I've been good to you over the years. I, I don't want you having Opie and Anthony on your show anymore. This is a true story. Because the fact is, when me and Anthony were on Letterman, uh, to be fair, it was more Anthony than me. Anthony crushed. I sat there like a dummy for the most part. I was sort of shut out of the conversation. That, that's a story for another day. But, but whatever. We were on Letterman. Opie and Anthony crushed it. As soon as we left the stage, all of Letterman's people came running towards us. A couple producers, a writer we knew over there. And they're like, holy shit, that was absolutely awesome. We want to book you guys again in a couple months. I'm like, that's great. And they started thinking that we can maybe be some kind of a regular thing because we're in New York. Think, um, think like Regis Philbin and think like uh, Mad Dog Russo where they would call last minute because a guest would cancel. So they're thinking, wait, these guys were really good. Let's, let's try to work them into the rotation. And that would probably mean maybe going on a couple times a year. I'm not going to oversell it. It wasn't like we were going to go on weekly or anything like that. And they're like, we're like, uh, great. And they're, they're like, uh, we'll keep in touch. I'm like, okay. We never heard from them again. And then it came out years later. I can't tell you my source uh, today, but I could back this shit up. It turned out that Howard called in a favor. This is a fact and told Letterman, I've been good to you over the years. I give you great shows. I give you great ratings. I don't want you having Opie and Anthony on your show anymore. And to David Letterman's fucking pathetic credit, he agreed. He, go, he, he, he went with it. That's the real Howard. Did he ever mention this on the air? No. Did he ever fight us on the air toe-to-toe like he did with uh, these other, like, lame-ass, weak-ass shows? No. But he had no problem getting on the uh, phone and yelling and screaming and making people's uh, days miserable because we were picking on him. We were calling him Hampton's Howie, and he couldn't handle it. That's the real guy right there. Stupid radio gunk. Wasn't even going to talk about Howard today. All right, I got something. So um, Jake Hudson, he, uh, he's literally tweeting out all my videos. And I greatly appreciate it because this morning I'm up really early. What was it? Like five, a little after five. And I'm on my phone. I go, ah, Jake Hudson was like tweeting a ton of my videos overnight. He tweeted the baby diaper mustache. And I loaded it. We got to play it today. We have to. I, 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 uh, I, it's not that I forgot about this, but I haven't thought about this bit in a long time. So um, <clears throat> when I was doing the show with Anthony, uh, there were things I did that on purpose to just be an a-hole and to be obnoxious. And the guys were always trying to get me. And I, I came up with this, this eh, I'll say kind of a dumb bit. And one of the bits I would do, I would, I would say I would do like these outrageous things knowing that it would be almost impossible. I say almost because they finally got me. Almost impossible to pull off. And one of the things I said was, look, if someone brings in um, uh, a, a baby diaper, I will make a mustache. But they have to bring in the diaper. I, I forget the exact details, but basically they have one hour from right now to bring in a diaper and I will make a baby diaper mustache. 
And then it, it kind of made that show a little fun because then it's on the clock. And it's like, you, you will do this if someone comes in within the next hour. But I don't even think I gave the people an hour. Like I gave them maybe like a half hour. I'm like, yeah. And then the half hour would be over or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, well. So I do, uh, I, I go on the radio and I'm like, look, man, you bring in a baby diaper and uh, the next half hour, I will do a mustache, right? And all of a sudden, like Anthony, he was in on it. Obviously, the, the, uh, the guys behind the scenes were in on it. And it's like, you'll do this. I'm like, yeah, man, they got a half hour, though, to show up right now. So next thing you know, they set me up and uh, Voss comes walking through the door with a baby's diaper. <laughs> <laughs> and the place goes nuts as he reveals the diaper. And I think Bob Kelly was in that day. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. First thing I was thinking was, ah, oh, man, they set me up, man. They got me really, really good. And I'm like, oh, I got it. I got to do it. And everyone's laughing. They know they got me. I know they got me. And I'm like, well, this is Obviously, really good radio. Uh, Opie, have you ever thought about starting your own religion? <laughs> Fake radio gun. Well, can I finish the other story and then can I do the religion thing? I, I actually, my dad started a religion. My dad started a religion to avoid taxes. And it was legit at the time. But we had a, we had a walk around with tax-exempt uh, forms um my brother remembers the name of the church i'll text him again i did this whole rant with vic kenley and he he laughed and laughed and laughed he couldn't believe it but my dad god bless him because i think he hated politicians as much as i do although i i do believe he was um he he was a republican and i do think he would have liked uh trump even though my my dad really really liked people in general, but my dad was a uh, an entrepreneur, a businessman. He did very well for himself until he didn't, and then uh, there was a uh, many many lean years when I was growing up, and he was always trying to figure out a workaround. And his buddies got together. He was always on the phone with his buddies with the latest scam, and one of the scams going on in the seventies, I think mid seventies maybe. You start your own church, you don't have to pay taxes. So he had a name for his church and he had uh, these tax exempt forms printed out. So when me and my brothers were wandering around trying to like buy our baseball cards or our candy, maybe a magazine or two, uh, we would have to hand in the tax exempt uh, form so we didn't pay taxes. And the, and the vendor would always be like, what the hell is this? And I would have to say, uh, oh, we're part of a church and we don't have to pay taxes. The fact is, I uh, I don't think I ever handed the form over officially because I was I was mortified when I was with my friends pulling out. I'm like 12 years old pulling out pulling out a tax exempt form. So uh, to answer your question, I was technically part of my own church when I was growing up. That is a fact, and my dad would. It would be tax season, and he would be like just zero, zero reason. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. I guess, I guess he was a priest. I guess he was the, the big wig of our church. So uh, there you go. Uh, you got me off track, but that's all right. So anyway, baby diaper mustache. I, I, I was set up really, really bad by the guys, and it made for great, great radio. And uh, I loaded the video today. So. 
I said, yeah, man, you're bringing a baby diaper. I will make a mustache, but they only have a half hour to show, show up on the show. Voss walks through the door. He presents the diaper. And I looked around the room and went, ah, man, I'm effed. And the rest is history. Check this out. So you're saying you would take baby yeah, but Here's the beauty, uh, Rich. What? I just surprised people out of nowhere. It turns into baby diaper mustache day. Today happens to be one of those days. And the odds of it actually happening are, are slim. You know, mm. here's the thing, though. I mean, there's so many rules to this thing, you know. The bottom line is you would take baby shit and put it under here. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you make a little mustache with baby shit. Oh! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! It's clean. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. my audition. How <laughs> One, two, three. Do two fingers at a time. Oh, oh God, he's got it on his finger. He's got some, he's smearing. He's got... Oh, no. Oh, I see YouTube sensation right now. That is fucking disgusting. All right, this is called... Oh, uh, Once again, this is called baby diaper mustache. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, one, two, three. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh. One, two, three, dude. Obey! Yeah, it should have. <laughs> wow, Voss comes through. Let me tell you something. All right, yeah, Opie, please, describe it for the people. What's it like to smear baby shit under your nose for really nothing? <laughs> get me a fucking razor immediately. You need something. No, dude, I can't get out of my mustache. <laughs> I have never been. I... You want the big baby shit? No, it's just, <laughs> I need a razor. I'm not even got fucking four they, uh They got me good, and... I saw some of the comments. People were like, fake, fake. It wasn't fake. I, I don't know how to tell you. It, it wasn't fake. Um, and I had, I, I had like just a razor stubble mustache. And it was, it was just in my mustache for the rest of the day. I, I came home and I had to shave off the stubble to hopefully get the, the smell out of my, uh, out of my, uh, out of my uh, mustache or the stubble I had under my nose. That was, uh, that was classic. I always felt like, 
we had the type of radio show where we had guys that would do anything. Think uh, Pat from Munaki, Pat Duffy, uh, E-Rock. Uh, all the guys were doing insane stunts for the, the radio show. And, and in the end, we would get the credit because it would be like, did you hear Opie and Anthony tell it? And they would describe the bit that we actually never did. It was always our guy. So I, I always felt like that I needed to step up from time to time and uh, and do some of the crazy stunts as well. I didn't I didn't know I didn't do a lot of them, but I certainly did my uh, my uh, my share. So there you go. Okay, I got breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right there once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. I'm sure they don't want me telling you this, but for the longest time, I said their razors were so good that I was actually using the razor for down below on my face. And finally, they now got a razor for the beard. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, for 20% off and free shipping. All right, what do you get here with the beard hedger? First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So that means no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. You get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. That's huge. Of course, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair, but smooth on your face leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. They also offer beard shampoo and conditioners. Also in the kit, beard oil. Ooh, nice. An essential piece for your main facial accessory. Of course, the oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath, while adding a little shimmer and shine, making you look extra fine. Cap off the kit with the beard balm which obviously helps shape and style and moisturize and tame that thing. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. Manscaped always taking care of you. That would be a beard brush, a comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. All right, check it out for yourself, manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Opie at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the promo code O-P-O-P-I-E. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Check it out. I, I saw this comment. I want to go back to it. Radio Gump. That's why I'm, that's why I'm mad that we you know, had a, an issue because she gives like really good shit for these live streams. Uh, Radio Gunk, I, I honestly couldn't believe Captain America himself, Chris Evans, was a huge fan of yours as he came on your show to promote Captain America First Avenger in 2011. This is a true story. Now, what makes this really interesting is now uh, all these years later, I'm a massive Marvel movie fan. But I think it used to frustrate E-Rock and other people. Back in the day, I didn't know any Marvel movies. I didn't know what was a DC movie and a Marvel movie. These guys would just come in and we would talk to them. So Chris Evans, he came in. Chris Evans, excuse me. He came in to promote Captain America, First Avenger in 2011. And one of the first things he said to us was, I am a huge fan of you guys. I'm like, what? And it turns out when he was growing up in... Um, in Boston, I guess he's younger than uh, I guess he's younger than us. Uh, when he was growing up in Boston, 
he would listen to me and Anthony on WAAF, the only station that really rocks. He was a kid loving our radio show. Fast forward, he becomes a massive movie star. And one of the first things he says to us is, I am a huge fan of you guys or was a huge fan of you guys when I was uh, living and growing up in Boston. Yes, that is a true story. And at the time, that's cool. Some, some, some actor with some, some comic book movie. And uh, I actually told my kids, uh, mostly my son, because me and him do the Marvel movies mostly. And I'm like, I'm telling you, this Captain America was a fan of my old radio show. And uh, it, it, honestly, it's mind-blowing. It's, it's actually really, really cool. Um, I don't know. The older I get and, and being more removed from the Opie and Anthony world, stuff like that, kind of it kind of is way cooler now than uh than living through it at the time i guess because I, I think we were all just jaded just took everything for granted like ah captain america is a, is a fan of ours too of course he is but now i'm like fuck man that i, I should have appreciated that a little more no hell yeah there's your there's your skyline today a lot of damn clouds out there Wait, Evans is about 40 now and frozen on ice for 70 more years, making him 110 years. Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War are the best Marvel films. No, they're well, they're they're pretty good films, to be honest with you. But I like uh I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I like the Thor. Um, I like the two Black Panther movies. I'm not a fan of Doctor Strange, but we watch them. I've seen every single one finally. Uh, we started from the beginning. It took like, I don't know, the whole summer or something. But me and my, me and my son had a really good time going through all of, uh, all, there's the Long Island accent, all of the Marvel movies. And I point out all the guys that were on, uh, on the show. We also had Thor on our show, a skinnier Thor before he became Thor. I showed my son that picture and he's like, oh my God. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. From the Marvel movies that did our show. There's a whole list. I, I'll make that list and we'll talk about it on a, a future live stream. That will be just amazing. I just got fifty dollars. Uh, that means uh uh all right, that means it could be ugly. You know what? But you're giving me give me money. I put you on the big screen cold. Let's do this. Fifty dollars. Thanks, Hope. I'm sub to Anthony's compound media. And I figure I uh, ought to send you some love, too. Miss you guys on the air, man. Wow, that is very nice of you, Carl. I, gr I greatly appreciate that. That's how it should be, to be honest with you. I, it's too bad the whole thing went sideways. But that's what, that's what it should be right there. Support me. Support Anthony. Don't support Jimmy. He's a fucking worm. But, th but this is what it should have been. Sadly, it's not that. But thank you. I'll keep you up there. Thank you, Carl. Greatly appreciate. Wow, 50 bucks. Dude, you just paid for my gas uh, out east tonight. That's what I think when I, when I make pocket money. I'm like, God, this guy just paid for our gas. And then uh, and I made 10 so I could get, let's see, I made $60 on the live stream. I'll tell you. So, uh, well, it'll be a half a tank of gas. Um, and it'll be a couple Frosties at Wendy's. At the Wendy's drive-thru. That's what that's what I made today. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. All right, guys. I got to get the... Oh, shit. I'm late. I got to get the kids up. I'm babbling.
Opie, a multimillionaire, thanking for 50 class. I, I greatly appreciate that, man. Like, I'd still, I still want to make money. I got bills to pay and mouths to feed. So, yeah, of, of course I'm going to thank the person. I really appreciate that. There was a time, you know, we worked for a company and we didn't have to go direct to consumers. So nowadays, everyone's doing this. After corporations, you know, you could give uh, a person that you that you like watching a few bucks. It's it's greatly appreciated. And sadly, we have to kind of hustle for that. But that's how that's the world we live in now. So anyone that gives me a few bucks like that, of course, I'm going to be appreciative and thank them. Even if even if it's two dollars, I'm going to be thank you very much. One more from the radio gunk, and then we got to go. Jim Norton's a phony ninny worm when it comes to drinking. Who the F stops drinking at 17 over skunked Milwaukee's best at a talking concert? It seems like some AA fake sympathy uh, histrionic uh, horse crap. Damn. it's uh, He just he traded one addiction to, for another. He never took care of his addiction issues. Fucking idiot. I got to go before I get in more trouble. Good. Bye.